welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast with your hosts. Good Lord, we got everybody here today. Joey, Imran, and myself. And today we got the Crypto Boys. And we also have Chris and Nick. Many thanks for listening in, liking, and subscribing. If you haven't done so, do us a favor and smash that like and subscribe button and turn on all notifications. Really do appreciate it. If you haven't joined the Discord or Patreon, the link is in the description down below. A fantastic community talking crypto 24-7. I guarantee you won't be disappointed. And most importantly, it's absolutely free to join. Now let's get into some crypto talk. Joey, how you doing today, brother? Yeah, really good, Mike. Lovely dead uh, bank holiday in the UK. Great time to have a day off. Oh, yeah. that's uh, You told me about that. Imran, welcome back, brother. How are you? Oh. I'm good. I'm good. I missed everybody, mate. I missed everyone. You've got both captains, Nick and Chris, here, and we've got the crypto boys as well. Brilliant start. Brilliant. Yeah, Love it. It's good to have everyone back together once again. Chris, Nick, how you guys doing? Yeah, not too bad, right? It's a good good time to be in the market. I think we're we're looking pretty interesting there. If anyone caught the stream this morning, but um, yeah, it's exciting times. Yeah, buzzing. Crypto boys, what's good? Welcome back. Thanks for having us on again. We always love being here and we always love seeing Bitcoin below 20K. Yeah, who We're doesn't fine. love feeling good? Yeah, who doesn't love to see that, right? So uh, yeah, let's chat, let's chat about Bitcoin being under 20K and what our, what our thoughts on where we're at. Um, did the Mount Gox situation cause this dump that we've seen over the weekend? We never really see any volatility. Imran, I see you shaking your head. You don't think Mount Gox caused this, huh? No, it's only 150,000 Bitcoin. It sounds like a lot, but um, I don't think that's going to be the big, I don't think that's going to be it. Uh, it's more what um, Chris and Nick have been calling out China, things like that, the, the big boy stuff. 150,000 Bitcoin is a lot, but um, I don't think, they're not going to dump it all in one go. And that's if people decide to sell as well. Some people might just want to hold on. I would be holding on. I don't know about you. I don't know about the rest of you. I, I well, would be part- holding, well, well, it's about just under four, five hundred dollars when they bought this Bitcoin, you know, in this Mount Gox scenario, right? So if you look at it like this, they've actually had a free savings plan out of it, right? They can't touch it. They've made an absolute huge amount of money out of it, not being able to touch it. So you might as well wait another four or five years. That's I how wish, I look at it. I kind of wish somebody would steal all my V chain and yeah. like leave it in just like a <laughs> just leaving it in an account and be like, hey, we'll give it back to you in 10 years and we'll see how it goes from there. And I'll be like, Perfect. Okay. Oh, you'll be extremely wealthy, my friend. <laughs> I think wealthy. I would. I think your, I'd be able to retire. Your son wouldn't have to work again. Your son would not have to work again. I, I assure you of that. Uh, we actually that's... asked on our stream the other day, "What would you do if you if you had a hundred Bitcoin, let's say, mm-hmm. and you got it back? Would you sell it all?" I think there was one person that said they sell the whole thing. I think Joey actually said he'd sell seventy five percent of it or something like that. I can't remember exactly, but not many people said they sell the whole thing. So, I mean, I. I personally don't think the Mount Gox thing is going to tank the market like everyone thinks. I think it's a scare tactic of like, oh, it's Mount Gox that's doing it. I don't think so. Well, and they're not good. they're not giving away all of it at once anyway. So they're they're doing this on a repetitive basis, and it's not going to be all at once. Some people got it. Uh, institutionals already bought it. Some people are just keeping it in their wallet, and some people won't get it back until a few more years after some more uh, things have went out with the courts. Nick, what's your thoughts on the whole thing? I know you've been doing some streams on it in the morning. Obviously, I don't. I don't I'm not sure if you think the Mount Gox thing is going to have any effect. I think you're just kind yeah. of following Elliott Wave. Just- yeah, essentially, right. We, we're following Elliott Wave. Elliott Wave could tell that we were moving down lower than 20K, right? We kind of were talking about this for about a month or so, um, regardless of Mount Gox, right? So 
you know, I don't really think too much of it. It's obviously with Elliott Wave Theory, it's tracking people's behavior, right? So if people are reacting to it, it's already picking up on that. Um, so it's not like it's on top of Elliott Wave Theory. You know, Elliott Wave Theory is basically already taken into consideration how people are feeling, specifically around the Fib numbers. Um, so for me, like, you know, it, I, we're at the end of a five wave structure right now. We're looking for three waves up. Um, so this is just a scare tactic as I see it, just with all the mainstream media now picking up on it and sending it out. And my question to you guys is, how did you guys learn all of this stuff? Like, did you go, did you go to school for that? Did you like do an online course? Like, how do you <laughs> learn Elliott Wave theory like in real life? You know what I'm saying? Um, I think it takes the right kind of frame of mind to to really kind of be able to get it right. So you have to be an analyst by nature, or you have to have an analytical mindset. Um, then it's just about applying the, the rules, right? To me, it's so simple. It's so black and white. You can't go wrong. Um, but then I come from an analytical background, right? I was an analyst before I got into crypto and an analyst whilst I'm in crypto, right? Um, so essentially, it just comes down to Elliott Wave Theory is incredibly logical. It's a series of rules. If you can be unemotional about it and you can apply those rules uh, through an analytical mindset, that's quite easy and quite straightforward. Um, did it take me that long to learn it? Uh, I don't know, Chris, how long would you say? A few months? Um, yeah, just a few months. I don't think it took that long. Yeah. See, I think that's crazy that you could learn all of that in just a few months. And and not only that, but you're you're still calling like, dude, I still look back at the the one time that the reason I joined Discord ultimately in the beginning was one V chain video that you did that <laughs> I was like, all right, if this guy gets this V chain call to the scent, I'm gonna join their Discord. And it ended up it ended up literally hitting to the penny, and I'm like, click join and subscribe <laughs> to the patreon and i'm in and that's the only guy i'm listening to um but yeah so back under a trillion joey i know you've been man you've been hammering these podcasts right um is this kind of what you were expecting i know you've been kind of talking about it on the podcast we were expecting a little dump and um all that what's your thoughts on the 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 price movement yesterday and is this kind of what you were talking about lately yeah, absolutely, Mike. It was my primary expectation. Mentioned it before, put out a tweet on August 17th, and that, that's aged like an absolute fine wine that I thought that the wider market um, equities were all at major resistance levels called major resistance Bitcoin 25K, um, you know, et cetera, on the NASDAQ, on the S&P, and also the DXY was on rock solid support. So fully expected um, this move uh, back down. That's why I decided to get heavy short. And yeah, made, made some nice money. My so opinion on... Sorry, mate. I was going to say my opinion on the, the Mount Gox as well. I did actually say on the Crypto Boy stream, it was me who said I would sell 100%. Reason was bid because I'm just that confident. I'm that confident of low prices. I'm getting greedy. And I believe if I sold it all, I will be able to buy back possibly double. I'm that confident. Well, so, okay. So, well, well here's what I'll say to that. So, your average buy price, though, on your Mount Gox coins is $434. Yep. You would, you would still sell it? Yeah, absolutely. If if I got a chance to sell all that twenty two k Bitcoin, I would sell it all and think, hey, this could go to ten k. I'm going to double double up. It's interesting. I might I I would have to really take a long and hard like thinking to that. <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> ju I'm just that bearish, Mike. I am that bearish based on what what I'm seeing going on in the the you know, wider macroeconomics. What would you be doing, Chris? Well, what would you do, mate? I I kind of align a little bit with with joey in the respect that you know the financial landscape is is not looking pretty right now so 
you know, the reason why the the markets pulled back, in my opinion, is Jerome Powell. Obviously, you know, being hawkish and you know explaining to to expect, you know, more pain and and so forth, right? So, you, I mean, you just have to look at the other markets outside of crypto. I think stocks lost one point two five trillion dollars within a day. Um, well, that's more than the more entire than the market cap of crypto, right? <laughs> yeah, that's like, a lot. Like it's a lot. So, look. You, you just have to look at China, the, the heat wave that doesn't really get a lot of uh, media attention. You know, when people say there's a heat wave over in China, you don't really think about the financial aspects uh, and impacts around that, right? They're having to, to close down warehouses to save on the electricity because everybody's got their aircon on, right? And it, it's just crazy. It's something else. You know, couple that you know, staying in, in China, um, you know, and the Taiwan situation there, Taiwan make or, or manufacture, I should say, 92% of all the microchips in the world, the most um, sophisticated microchips in, in the world as well, I, I will add, you know, these are for like your mobile phones, your cameras, uh, military equipment. Um, so let's be honest, like the West aren't going to be one in China to have the influence over that microchip market, right? Um, and then couple that with Japan. Japan have jurisdiction over a number of different islands around Taiwan. They're going to be, um, you know, concerned that you know if China take over Taiwan, well, what's to stop them taking over the other um, smaller islands um, in the vicinity? So you know they're going to be heavily against it. Um, I, I just think that that's a, a, a real big concern that you know, we're not really being sort of given all the information on. Um, and then, you know, you, you've got the property crisis over in China as well, which is just huge. And, you know, it could have a huge uh, domino effect uh, around the world. Um, and then that's just talking about one area of the world, right? Um, I could continue talking about other conflicts, you know, the Ukraine, Russia, and and, and lots more. So I, th I think there's a lot going on that doesn't look good. I think, um, you know, I was a little bit surprised to see Jerome Powell coming out and, and, you know, saying to expect more pain. I was quite surprised by that. I think the markets were. A lot of people say that everything's priced in. Well, that's BS, because otherwise, why did uh, stocks lose $1.25 trillion uh, in value, right? Um, I think that says it all. Well, I think there was a huge options expiration on Friday also that, mm. that led to to some of the, the stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's it's so uh, to me, sometimes it's fascinating that one man can literally just control so much by his words. Right. Like it's yeah. kind of it's really scary, actually, sometimes to think about that, you know, one guy can talk for 15 minutes and then the Dow can literally lose a thousand points within like six hours. <laughs> Like it's, it's, uh, it's, it's quite fearful. <laughs> uh, Nick, what's your thoughts when you're looking at the stocks? Do you, do you, do you follow the stocks heavily or do you stick with Elliott wave on cryptocurrency only? I stick with uh, Elliott wave on cryptocurrency only. Um, the only thing I'm kind of follow a little bit is the DXY um, just to understand yeah. what's going on there. But other than that, not that interested in stocks, if I'm being brutally honest, um, it's interesting, you know, how you say one one person's words, right, can change so much and just kind of reminds me of the security speech a little bit. 
<laughs> uh, you know, ETH is not, it's not security. It's fine. But everything else is fair game yeah. for the SEC, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Where, where do you see the DXY going, Nick? Um, I think we have, we have to actually go up. Yeah, I, I do. I think the DXY is going up. That's, and everyone I see... thought I was crazy, Nick. Everyone thought yeah. I was crazy. Joey, yeah, called, is, yeah. Joey called 120, I think. Yeah, well, I've still got my short-term target of 112, Mike. And then Sorry, one, 112. Yeah, no, one, no, 112, and then 120 is a longer-term target. I do think we'll see 120, but that's longer-term. That would be gross. <laughs> that would be, A, be good for us. We'd be some great buying opportunities. That's yeah, for damn sure. Buy. Um, I'm looking to buy all that. Yeah, um, what I like seeing at the moment is everybody talking about these wonderful indicators. Uh, I'm so, <laughs> so looking forward to them all being invalidated. There, look, I was uh, I was I'm working on a job this week, and uh, somehow we got talking about crypto, and we got talking about XRP, and the guy's like, "Yeah, XRP's." I mean, I follow this one guy, and his indicators are showing thirty-seven thousand dollar XRP, and I was like, "Oh god, okay." Oh, and the guy, he was just in a all right. He's dropped it. It's it's uh, you know, just how many different people have different indicators is the thing, like. Like you watch Eric Crown and he's got like 454 indicators. However, sometimes his prices still align with Nick and Nick just did simple Elliott wave theory, right? Instead of using 642 different, like, you know, things to get to the same thing. I don't know. I, I'm not a technical guy. I can't do data stuff. I don't do statistics. I just, when Chris and Nick buy things, I just buy things. That's, well, that's, that's why I like, that's why I like <laughs> watching Nick so much is because he's consistent. That's why I, yeah. Yeah, if I watch TA doing anything, I only watch Nick because of the consistency. Everything else is like, I don't even know what I'm watching. Like, so I don't know. That's why I watch it from someone who doesn't know anything about TA. There was a time where I started to try to figure out TA stuff. And I was watching, I would like watch a video and someone would talk about whatever it was that they were using. I would have to go Google it, figure it out, kind of understand what's going on. It would take hours to understand this 10 minute video. You guys make it so easy. Honestly, yeah. I, I agree with Colin. True. It's like, boom, simple. Okay, no big deal. Yeah, no, and I Nick, that. Nick, what's your what's your thoughts on other people's technical stuff? Like when they're like, oh, this indicator and that indicator, and you're just like, why? Like, yeah. So um, I try not to to watch other YouTube influencers' technical analysis I, for, for a couple of reasons. One, it'll frustrate me, <laughs> uh, and and two, um, I don't want to be influenced by it. Right? Those are the two kind of main reasons. Um, now, there are obviously a lot of technical indicators out there, and some of the most commonly used ones are averages. And it it pains me to think about it because essentially they don't make a lot of sense. Um, you're you're basically reflecting back on the past um, to then kind of give you an idea of what the future is going to do. Uh, based on you know whether that's a 20, 10, 50, 100, 200 moving average. Maybe it's exponential, maybe it's simple, maybe it's not. Right? Um, so the point is, there's like dozens and dozens of different ways of kind of calculating out your averages. Um, and people rely on them like so, so much to kind of give them the guidance as to what's going forward. And the truth of the matter is, it's just the average price over a period of time. It doesn't actually mean bob all, right? It doesn't mean anything, uh, essentially. And it's just... The only interesting part about things like moving averages is how traders react to them. If you understand what a trader is going to do based on what 
that particular indicator is going to do. You can kind of get a good idea, but for the most part, I'll avoid them. I'll look at things that actually are meaningful, like momentum indicators, like they're good, kind of show you the strength of a movement. Um, so I like the stochastic RSI, I like the RSI. Um, Gaussian channel is a good indication of where value can be found. Uh, when the Gaussian channel turns red on the larger timeframes, for example, that's a good indication that you're well, well, well below the average price. And therefore, you might want to consider uh, start dollar cost averaging, for example. You see that with the Gaussian channel on Bitcoin on the weekly, for example. Um, but for most uh, indicators or things like MACD that gets widely used is a lagging indicator. Most, uh, in fact, all moving averages are lagging indicators. And you often see things like golden crosses, death crosses, and all that kind of terminology bounce around just to either get people to FOMO in or create uh, fear, right? But what is a golden cross or a death cross? It's only showing you what's already happened, not what's going to happen. Um, so it's absolutely pointless in truly reflecting on it. You can obviously gauge that is going to be an emotional reaction when it happens right and that's usually what people are picking up on um, but it doesn't mean that the price has to go down it could be the opposite for all we know um, so you know this is where elliott wave theory is vastly different from indicators it's why there aren't any indicators that can automatically apply elliott wave theory and the ones i have found to do that aren't very good and it's because you're tracking the emotions and the psychology of the people um, behind the space so yeah i avoid indicators i use a few uh, mainly just to um, take the Michael a little bit, to take the piss a bit, you know, mm -hmm. um, like the moving averages and stuff like that. Bullish bands can be good. They, they'll show you when a volatile movement's about to happen, um, but they won't give you an indication as to what direction. Um, traders will just trade between the bands on there. But yeah, for the most part, I'll, I'll avoid indicators if I can. And I think as well, just think back, wasn't so long ago, um, you know, when we were in that bull market and uh how many indicators you know from really prominent people on on twitter uh and and youtube were, were talking about how many of those uh going validated yeah imran i think you got a <laughs> i see you shaking your head because i think you were plan c or plan b or plan a or qb or whoever that was um, <laughs> i think you were following his uh um whatever he was calling you ended up getting kind of rocked by it right and that's when you ended over at uh yeah Crypto, right yeah it was actually um one of uh one of benjamin cowan's um uh indicators uh, he, yeah he's a magician at them but um nah, i ended up thinking that i'm going to plan cheeky crypto now mate so uh, <laughs> that's what happened um, <laughs> plan, yeah, plan cc i plan i CC. asked i i actually asked um nick i remember this clearly right and I asked him nick, what do you think of MacD's? i want um uh mention the words repeat what he said but um <laughs> i clearly remember the conversation i had and then i had a, a conversation with chris what do you think of mac d's he looked at me like i was mad so i just don't do it no more mate i i don't even waste my time i don't get influenced by people anymore i stick to what i know what works um i have my daily dose of nick's mta um festoon and savage that's enough for me mate doesn't cloud my judgment be very very lucky yeah, I um I feel like Twitter is the ultimate space for moving averages. Like everyone follows moving averages. That's all I see. If close as it gets close to the end of the month, all that's all you see is like moving average. It moving almost average, feels like average. they're copying each other. It actually feels like everybody just copying. Oh, they're each just trying. Yeah, because they don't understand I mean, what the I, hell I they're talking that. about. I, that's I, the problem. I can become the plan IK if they really want me to and start <laughs> you know putting up charts all day long, but. <laughs> get it you, you get all the uh the weekly closures against yeah. the moving averages you get the monthly closures that's the latest one 
bearish uh what is it 20th month or something stupid like that it's in the headlines um and the other one that you see a lot is, tr is trend lines right you see trend lines so subjective to, depending on how and who draws them and where they draw them do they use the bodies do they use the closures do they use the wicks do they not use the wicks do they choose this particular candle on the hourly chart or do they choose this other one on the hourly chart both give different outcomes um there's so many different ways you can kind of cut it and i think a lot of it is just so it's just too much it's just too yeah. much like, well it sucks because a lot of people follow ones. these people a lot of people follow these people and they're getting wrecked because of it yeah. and i i just i just spend my day on twitter whenever i'm responding and i'm just like can you prove this every well, single Mikey, time i see somebody one, i say that mikey the funniest one was the adam and eve when <laughs> oh, nick, yeah, yeah. we haven't heard about we haven't heard so about bad. adam and eve yet. yeah when you know nick spent at least 20 minutes on his live stream explaining an invalidation of adam and eve yeah and well, it wasn't still calling out. It, it wasn't even an adam and eve pattern exactly <laughs> it's like there's so many charts bitcoin adam and eve everywhere um and adam and eve is a double bottom pattern you know and we were so far off a double bottom I just couldn't believe people were thinking that it was an Adam and Eve. Uh, just disbelief Crazy. at that point. It's well, almost I'm... like I feel like I feel like you got Nick. You don't. You're not going to get the recognition for calling TA because it is always pretty spot on, and nobody wants to deal with that, right? They would rather it be. I don't know, man. I have just. I still am trying to figure out why. How many times you can call it right, you and Chris, and people still just. I don't know. Some people uh -huh. just like to get wrecked. That's the way it is. <laughs> I don't yeah, get I, it. <laughs> I, I keep seeing I keep seeing tweets uh, where where people are like, "It's just data with no emotion." I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's <laughs> some emotion when you know all of that's inv invalidated. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, at the end of the day, Elliott Way theory, if applied correctly can give you directions, unpopular directions at that, right? Because whilst we're moving up, I'm sat there saying, this is short term, we're not trending up, we're, you know, this is going to reverse down on us. Um, and, you know, nobody wants to hear that when the prices are moving up, right? No one wants to tell you that you're buying the incorrect pump, right? No one wants to know that. So it's an unpopular opinion, we'll never be um, recognized for giving an unpopular opinion, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I just love when you ban someone on live stream. That's it. It's just my fa it's my favorite part of the day when some jerk I almost cursed really bad when some jerk comes on and uh, you're like, well, I don't have to deal with you, Dan. See you later. <laughs> moving back into uh, <laughs> moving back into what I was saying. See, there's Anyways. a lot of comments that no one can see as well in YouTube, right? When you're on a live stream, like that, inappropriate messages get withheld, right? And uh, there's there's been some choice words thrown towards me, and I just don't tolerate it. Like no one needs to tolerate it. You can just no disappear. wonder no wonder half my comments don't go on people's videos. <laughs> I'm just now realizing that I can't ever get my Chris, comments on BitBoy's stream. Chris, before we move on, um, the moon phases. What do you think of them? While we're talking about indicators. I don't really think much to it at all, to be honest. Uh, it's another like gimmick, isn't it? It's another thing to to get people watching. And you know, look, you you look across the the social media platforms. It's all about you know grabbing people's attention. That's how all the algorithms and stuff are are set up and pitched. Um, you know, some people are, are better at it than than others, like playing the game. Uh, I think the saying is. You know, hate the game, not the player, right, or something along those lines. So <laughs> yeah. it's one of those, right? I, I think it's the player, hate the game. I'm yeah. gonna be, 
I'm going to be controversial here and I might upset BitBoy if he's watching, but I actually think that the four-year cycle is a gimmick and I actually believe yeah, that's going to be invalidated in the future. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was having this argument the other day with someone in Discord. Like, I'm sure the four-year cycle theory and the Bitcoin halving and all of that kind of stuff mattered at the beginning, but yeah. we're getting so far away from it now. The, the new supply coming in really doesn't make hardly any difference to, to Bitcoin, right? Um, so half it again half it again half it again i think it makes very little difference at this point right um just a quick question i have for joe and colin um indicators are you guys ta guys what indicators do you use yeah we go to cheeky crypto and we watch them <laughs> i love it i love it 100 hat off for that one dude i'm telling you like in the beginning i was like all right this is my thing i'm a nerd i like numbers like i will figure this out for sure ta is my thing and i got into it and i'm like Bro, my head hurts so bad. I'm a physical <laughs> therapist. Like it, it just doesn't doesn't work really well with my brain. Colin's kind of along the same same line with us. So we're like, we just need to find someone that's really freaking good at it. Not that acts like they're really freaking good at it. So you know, we we don't. We just draw some lines on trading view every once in a while. I'll be like, hey, look at this line is going that way. That's cool. That's good to understand. Um, but for the most part, I mean, we don't heavily invest in that. We're more of like what is going on in the world, you know? Yeah. And we also, we, we, one thing we do very well is we stick to what we're good at and what we believe. If someone's way better at it, like Nick is so much better at it than we'll ever be. We're just going to follow what he's doing and just report on that versus us try to rewrite the wheel. When we both got full-time jobs trying to learn something, it's not going to happen. There's just yeah. no way. I, 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 I fully follow that thought process, right? Like if I don't understand a project, I try to bring it up to Chris and like, I like because that's what Chris is very good at digging into projects, right? And like trying mm -hmm. to understand it. Joey as well. Uh, they both just that's they enjoy doing it. So why am I gonna do? I mean, I'll look at it, right? I'll probably yeah. read their website, but other than that, that's about it. That's all you get from me. <laughs> I, I leave it to Joe and Chris to do all of that stuff. And then as far as TA, like if I want to buy a project, I'll try to message Nick. Nick might get back to me in a week's time. Um, and, <laughs> uh, wow, you know, and uh, no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. The amount of messages I bet Nick gets is uh, ridiculous. So I, I usually have to tag Nick about 42 times in order to get him to respond, and that's probably because he has 3,000 messages, though. Um, yeah, but yeah, I just, I agree with you guys. I, like, I don't want to learn TA, Emre, and I think you learned TA at one point, right? You graduated next um, class, look. I think. No, no, I didn't graduate. I'm an undergraduate. Yeah. Um, I've been in that class for six months. <laughs> let, 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 let me tell you how it is. Let, let me tell you exactly how it is, right? You, you learn from the best, right? The only issue I have is I have so much going on in my life that you have to have your mind clear. You have to be clear, okay? Absolutely. There's no way that you can just try and learn something as technical as Elliot Way Theory and not, you know, have your mind everywhere. So now, um, you know, I'm clear. Um, I'm waiting for Nick to tell me when. As seems to be like a thousand other people, but yeah, it's all good. <laughs> I actually, I actually had someone in the, our traders here actually ask me, you know, Joe, oh, you made some good calls on these shorts last few days, but what indicators were you using? How, how did you know to get heavy short? And my actual response was uh, the best indicator that I had was my psychology. And then the reason being is because I was just, again, just seeing that all, all the moon boys were coming out or oh, we're going back to 30K, everyone flipping bullish. I'm looking around, everyone's back and I thought, okay, yeah, time to get short here. That was it. It was as Sorry, simple as that. You joined the thousand um, percent club now, haven't you? 
Oh yeah, on a couple, on a, on a on a few trades, yeah. But I'm trying to hold some hold some longer term for the knockout blues, yeah. Well done, mate. I'm really <laughs> impressed with what you've been doing in the trade team, mate. Great support from the TA team, mate. You've done really well, mate. Well done, well done. You need to come and join up, honestly. Trade it here, something special. It's on fire. So my final thoughts are just on the wider market. We are expecting a bounce back up if you've been following the TA on the main channel. But I do think that this uh, it's going to be just another mini rally. Flip people bullish again, flip dumb money bullish, and then we're going to get hammered again with the hammer. So watch watch out for that. I'll be getting heavily short on the next bounce. Of course, that's not financial advice. You've got to do what you do when you're trading out there. Stay safe. And as I always say, no stop loss, no trade. That's my final thoughts. What have you got for us, Mike? I'm just excited to be buying some things again. So my final thoughts are pay attention to Nick's TA. <laughs> that's that's all I got. And and don't be don't act crazy out there. Don't get FOMO. IK, any final thoughts from you? Yeah, um, join up and, uh, to Discord. It's absolutely free. Uh, if you want to um, become a member of the paid tiers, um, it starts from the 1st of September. So, you know, come join Discord. Um, ask the questions you need to. Uh, you won't regret it. This is a time of life. You have once in a lifetime opportunity you're going to get. Okay, use it wisely. Okay, it's, it's, it's very inexpensive. Um, you, you know, all the information you need is there. Believe me, everything is there that you need to you know, navigate this market. Join the Discord. You're not going to get it wrong. Good Joe luck. P, Crypto Boys, any final you know, thoughts for us? Absolutely. As always, thanks for having us on. If you guys are just listening to IK a second ago, it is 100% true. Behind closed doors, these guys are all legit. As legit as they come, you already know that because you subscribe to their channel. And if you don't, you should do that. But um, as always, thanks for having us on. We appreciate it. Overall market, yeah. <laughs> definitely going down we're buying lower brother that's where we're going <laughs> chris chris give us some final final words of wisdom my friend i'm just gonna say you know i'm looking forward to seeing the indicators these magical indicators <laughs> being validated um you know stick to tried and tested theories like elliott wave theory um that, that actually you know do work right um and based on emotion um you know real people's emotion traders emotions um that are going to support you navigate the the space safely uh and subscribe to all the channels right and uh make sure you tap those bells on all of them Smash you don't want to miss a, you don't want to miss a thing nick nick give us your final um final thoughts sir okay final thoughts follow the money do as they uh, do not as they say. We're seeing a lot of headlines that are incredibly bearish, but we're expecting a three-wave bounce upwards. And then, of course, everything will turn flip and go bullish, right? Everyone's going to the moon right at the very top there. So do as they do, not as they say. Follow the money and uh, enjoy this little bounce upwards before we go crashing back down. Cool. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Welcome back to everybody, right? Like Joey, Imran, it's great to have us all on here. Crypto Boys, thanks for joining us. Nick, Chris, always a pleasure to see you guys. For our viewers, listeners, thanks so much for listening in. Make sure you smash that like and smash that subscribe button, and we will catch you in the next one. Take care.